This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck. And you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hello there, and welcome to episode 36 of the How She Did That podcast. My name is Tasha Booth, and I am so excited that you're here. Today's topic is how I took a vacation, and it may seem like a silly one, but I know we're gearing up for summer vacations, and one of my core values in my business is to take vacations. And the reason is because as much as I love my business, I also know that celebrating what I do what I've accomplished, and the fact that I am a business owner means that I also want to celebrate rest and have time for rest and enjoy my family and all of the things that having a business of my own is able to afford me. And so one of those things is vacation. And vacations are just one of the things that my husband and I have always done together and that we really appreciate that time to bond either as a couple or as a family. So that has become something that's really important to us. But I know that when I first started my business, um, taking a vacation was a really, really hard thing to do because you, when you're not in your business, you're not serving your clients. And so I would either have to figure out how to spend a couple hours a day um, still working or how to figure out how to keep my clients happy while I was away. And that was a big deal. So I want to help you in this episode to figure out what's going to work best for you so that you don't feel chained to your desk, so that you feel that you have the opportunity to take a break if you need to and want to and should as a vacation or you know a long weekend or something like that, or if there was an emergency that arose, that you would have a plan so that you can step away from your business and know that it is well supported. So like I was saying, I remember the first time when I first started my business, Um, And I was first, I think it was the first year that I was full-time or at least the first couple months that I was full-time. My husband was deployed when I first went full-time and he came back and we really, really wanted to take a vacation together. And actually that was one of the main reasons that I left my full-time job was because my first year at my full-time job, I only had one vacation day. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to need to take all of these unpaid days that just wasn't going to work for our family. We knew that we wanted to take at least a week together, you know, to reconnect as a couple after he got home from deployment. And so we had planned for this. I thought I had a really good plan (laughs) at the time, but in retrospect, I realized that I didn't prepare my clients enough for it. And so I still had clients emailing me, texting me, all of those things because I hadn't set proper boundaries. I hadn't set proper expectations of what was going to happen while I was away. And I hadn't really set myself up for success, even though I had a small team that should have been able to handle it. So I want to help you avoid the pitfalls that I had in planning my first vacation as a business owner. Now, I do understand that it's way easier to take a vacation when you have a team that can handle everything 
versus when you are the only person in your business. I absolutely understand that, but I still think that it's very possible. And so here's my idea. If you are a solopreneur, meaning you don't have a team for your virtual support business, then what I want you to do is start thinking right now, start reaching out and networking to other virtual support pros who are very similar in their businesses, meaning they offer the same types of services, they use the same types of programs, they use the same types of systems, they have the same types of client base as you do. Now, don't think of this as competing with them. I really think that this is one of the places where we need to think about community over competition. Because if you don't, then you are going to be isolated in your own island, and it's really hard to take breaks when that happens. So instead, we can put safeguards and guardrails around it, like having a subcontractor agreement that you each sign, and that way you can, if you get, you know, if you have extra work that you need them to work on, even when you're in your business, they're there to tag team in with you. And if you want to take vacation, they can cover for you. And when they want to take vacation, you can cover for them. So that can really work out for both of you. It's kind of like um, if you are a mom or a grandma or a parent in general out there, you know that a lot of times in communities, couples will create a tag team system where they'll babysit one person's kids while they take their date night and then another person will babysit their kids. They'll switch Uh, when they take their date night. And it works really well because you save money on babysitter, right? And you know that you have somebody that can support you in that way and be there for you when you just need a break. So I really want you to think about several things to make this work. But the first one is to remember to schedule your time away in your calendar and block it off in places like Acuity or Calendly. So I like to, at the end of one year, Kind of look at the big places that I know that I want to take vacation or that I know that I want time off for the year following and make sure that I've blocked those off in my calendar, make sure that they've blocked, been blocked off in Acuity so that there are no slip ups. I failed to do this for a couple national holidays last year. And one of the things that I do is I take any bank holiday or national holiday off because my husband always has it off. And so I forgot to do that and ended up having some calls that I wanted to honor and I kept but I was like, oh, I really need to do this this year. So this year I made sure that my calendar was completely blocked off for any national holidays, for any bank holidays, and also for what my husband and I affectionately call birthday week. So our anniversary is March March 22nd, my birthday is March 24th, and his birthday is March 28th. So we have a lot to celebrate in the span of one week. So we've always made it a habit to take that entire week off and to either go on a trip or do a staycation where we go visit places that we haven't been before, uh, maybe just enjoy our city, places that we haven't even seen in our city before. So that's something that's really special for us and we wanted to make sure that we still do and still honor. So I make sure at the end of one year to schedule that time, block that time off in my calendar so that I don't accidentally end up having client work or having meetings during that week. Number one, in my, because I have a team, we do also have a team away calendar. It's just a Google calendar that is shared amongst the entire team. And anytime that they know that they're going to be away, whether it's a day or whether it's an entire week or however long, they make sure to put that time in their calendar so that we can kind of look at, okay, when is the whole team off? Or when when are several people off, right? I wanna look at that a couple months, at least a couple months in advance 
of when I want to take a vacation just to make sure that it's not going to be a time that four other people on my team are away because that means that there may not be anybody or as many people to help our clients. So we want to make sure that our clients still feel supported. So if you do have a team, make sure that you have some place where you're documenting when your when your team's going to be off so that you can really see the full picture of what's going to be happening. Also, you want to make sure that you're documenting any big client things. So I like to try to avoid um, having clients launch a podcast or launch a course or anything like that while I'm away because I want to be there just in case there are any hiccups or anything that I'm needed for and for our clients to know that they're fully supported by me as the CEO. I try to look at that calendar too and if a client has some launch dates and they're not sure and I've already planned my vacation, I try to steer them uh, towards the date that I'm going to be around. The second thing I want you to do is have one, have somebody else whether it be somebody that you're tag teaming with your, if you're a solopreneur or somebody on your team, if you have a team that has what I call the keys to the kingdom. So has everything that your team or your clients would need in order to continue working. So for me, that includes LastPass access, access to my inbox, um, the links to my Acuity calendar, all of those things. You wanna make sure that there is one point person that your clients know that they can go to if they need something or that your team knows that they can go to if they need something so that they are not calling you if they need LastPass access to Squarespace or WordPress or something like that, right? Something that somebody else can definitely do. And of course, you want to pick somebody that you absolutely trust, but I would say you should be able to trust everybody on your team, right? That's why they're on your team. And the third thing I want you to think about is creating an SOS channel in Slack. So this is one thing that I did uh, for the first time when my husband and I went to Spain for Thanksgiving last year. I first of all made sure that that I told my team early on. So I told my team two months ahead of time that we were planning this trip. This gave us the opportunity to really think about, okay, what are all of the moving parts so that this can be seamless? And so that my team can feel like they've asked the questions that they need to and all of those things way before and way ahead of time. So we started talking about the fact that I was going to be away two months beforehand. And one of the things that we came up with was that I was going to create this Slack channel that was for that had everybody in our team and it is called Tasha SOS. So the rule was that while we were away in Spain, I was going to check Slack once a day, probably did that a little bit more than once a day, (laughs) but at least once a day. And if I saw that channel had a message in it, if I saw basically that was lit up red, then I knew that there was a question, comment, or concern that needed my personal attention. And my team only used that twice. They had one or two probably um, questions that were things that I needed to answer. But other than that, they were really respectful of Don't ask that if there's somebody else on the team who can answer that question for you, right? So that's a great way for you to be able to still know that you're connected to your team and know that everything's going well. If you don't see that, that Slack channel light up, then you know that things are going well, that your team is fine, that they don't need you. Same thing if you're a solopreneur and tag teaming with somebody, you can still do that same thing. So add them to your Slack for maybe just that week that you're gone on vacation That way, you know that you have a touch point with them if they need you, 
but still, if they don't need you, you're totally fine. It really helps to kind of like ease my mind because I would look at my phone and be like, okay, nothing's, you know, binging on Slack and then be able to just enjoy myself and know that everything was going well. So when it came time for clients to know that I was going to be on vacation, I let my clients know a month in advance. And I emailed all of them and just let them know that I was really excited, you know, to be going away with my husband and we were headed to Spain and, you know, we couldn't wait for it and everything and let them know all of the ways in which they would still be supported. So I also gave them a link to schedule a call with me so that if they wanted to schedule their monthly call with me, um, they made sure to schedule it way in advance so that there was time for us to not only talk, but also implement whatever outcomes happened on that call. That way they were able to have a conversation with me and felt like I knew what was going on and that I was still supporting them and everything. And that happened before I went away on vacation. Then I sent them a reminder email the week before I went on vacation to remind them that I was headed out of town and to once again let them know who they should contact if they had any questions or if they needed anything. And then once I was actually away on vacation, I uh, put an away message up on my email so that it was an automated message. And the message said, you know, thank you so much for contacting me. I'm away right now. Something to that effect. If you are a client, here is your main point of contact. And it showed them their main point of contact. So in our agency, if you have online business management needs, or if you have virtual support needs, you have a virtual assistant or online business manager who is your main point of contact. So it gave all of those email addresses for their main point of contact, which they had already, but just in case they needed it, had those. And then it said, you know, if you are a a potential client that has a question, here's when I'll be back in the office, so on and so forth. And our freebie today is I'm going to give you a copy of that away template so you can kind of see what it is and what it laid out. It was super simple and I kept it very simple, but that way people knew how they could schedule with me once I got back or if they were a client who they needed to or who who they could reach out to to get whatever questions they had answered. The other thing that was really important, and you might consider this a bit sneaky, but I think it was so super helpful, is I let my clients know that I would be back two days after I actually got back into the US. It wasn't a lie, right? That was when I was back in my office and back for client work, but it gave me the opportunity to have two days to catch up with my team, to get debriefed on anything that happened while I was gone. It also gave me time to check all my email, to get back to inbox zero, to decompress, all of those things. So if you tell your clients, hey, I'm coming back on Monday, right? And you're actually getting back into the US on Monday or back from vacation on that Monday, you are going to be bombarded with email after email and Slack message after Slack message and all the things. So give yourself some space to get back to, you know, get over having your sea legs and everything and to actually get back into your office. And then that way you won't immediately feel overwhelmed stepping back into your business. The last thing that I think that was the most important was just the fact that I did schedule some time to check in uh, with my team. It was a super quick check-in. Like every other day, I would just pop into Slack and say, hey, just wanna see how you guys are doing if you need anything. Now, I did mention that I had the SOS channel and it was great, but we know as business owners and as CEOs that our businesses are our babies. And I think that that quick check-in every other day was more for me than it was for them. 
My team did an absolutely fantastic job of holding down the fort while I was away, but I think that it really gave me peace of mind in knowing that things were going well. Here, once again, are my basically about six ways to help you plan a vacation, enjoy your vacation, and have a successful vacation as the CEO of your business. Number one is to make sure that you've set aside the time well ahead of time, that if you have a team, you've looked at your calendar so that there's not a huge overlap of people on your team who are going to be away at the same time. Number two is make sure that somebody else on your team has the keys to the kingdom, that they're able to step in and hold down the fort for you and be the point of contact for your team or for your clients while you're away. Number three is to set up an SOS channel on Slack or wherever your main communication place is so that you can look and at a glance know if you are needed or if things are going well. Number four is to let your clients know well ahead of time. So once again, I let them know a month ahead of time, but I also gave them a reminder one week before. Number five is to put up an automated away message so that your clients know who to contact if they need something. And it also lets prospects know when they should expect a response back from you. And then number six is to maybe do a quick check-in with your team, not so much with your clients, but more so with your team or that person that's filling in for you if you're a solopreneur every other day just to make sure that things are going well and for your own peace of mind. Well, don't forget to head on over to the show notes for that freebie. So head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast for that away template and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Are you a virtual assistant just starting out? Check out VAssist 101, my monthly 90-minute live training. You'll learn the first steps in how to build and launch a profitable virtual assistant business. I'll answer all of your most pressing questions like, what services should I offer? How much should I charge? And where do I find clients? Sign up for VAssist 101 and walk away with a plan of attack and the clarity to start your biz. Head to thelaunchguild.com forward slash vassist101 for more information. That's thelaunchguild.com forward slash vassist101.